Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Just so we're all perfectly clear, you did not have this Final Four in your bracket. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. This is not the Final Four that you predicted. You did not predict San Diego State and FAU. You did not predict Miami and UConn. No, you didn't. This is insane. And by far, based on every account, and this is anecdotally speaking, no one has seen a tournament like this in maybe ever. Tony Katz, good to be with you. JMV joins us from 93.5107.5, The Fan. He is the voice of sports in Indiana. San Diego State, FAU, Miami, UConn, both playing on April Fools. That's what it feels like, man. Um, this was an insane Sweet 16 and Elite 8. Your Gonzaga Bulldogs out of the picture. That's who you picked to win it all. Uh, there is no number one seed left. What the hell's happening here? Well, I mean, there's a lot of just guard play that obviously caught up. You see teams with tremendous guard play, Tony reach this point right now. That's been kind of an evolution of this tournament for a long period of time. And, you know, some people are saying, I don't know if I completely buy it yet, but I, I think I think one is probably more so than the other, but I think you can make an argument for both. I think you do see NIL, uh, name, image, likeness, uh, setting in. Um, Nigel Pack, for example, with Miami, was a guy from Indianapolis, Lawrence Central, that was a part of that from Kansas State, that transfer, and he went to Miami. And, and obviously he's helped them out a great deal without question. Um, and also, Tony, you get the extra years because of the COVID year when you know the NCAA gave everybody an extra year because of that. And you see a lot of older hanging around still players in the mix here and i think both of those things maybe not a major deal with what we're seeing but certainly an influence in what we have seen in this wild wild west type of final four but i don't know about you i really enjoy it i don't have to see a one and a two seed you know in the final four those lines in the final four i kind of think this has been refreshing to a lot of folks out there now if your bracket is busted that's one thing you're probably not liking that but, you know, seeing Florida Atlantic, and especially with the uh, personal connection I have with Dusty May, the head coach, that makes it extra special for me. But this has been as an enjoyable, I think, NCAA tournament, even if your team is ousted, even if your bracket is busted, than we've seen in a long time. Now, you, you talk about uh, uh, FAU and you talk about the Hoosier connection there. Uh, beating Kansas State. Uh, as they did to go to this Final Four. What's more improbable, FAU and how they've come through this, or San Diego State, who had to beat Alabama and Creighton to be here? Uh, you know what? They're both pretty even on this, too. I think it's probably Florida Atlantic, uh, just because of the odd route that they've taken and the fact that really nobody, Tony, out of Conference USA, 
knows too much about them. They're an evolving team, and here's why. They're moving to the American Athletic coming up next year, that team from Boca Raton, Florida. Um, and people thought that they were going to have a good team. And I know Dusty May, again, good friend of mine, we talk all the time about this team. And he had told me going back to December that he had something special working here, and it just kind of step-by-step got better and better. And you know, make no mistake about it, too. Purdue getting ousted in Columbus in the first round by Fairleigh Dickinson. I mean, did that help them out? Probably. Yeah, that's a one C that they would have had to have taken on uh, instead of getting Fairleigh Dickinson. But it has still been an impressive path they have taken. Memphis and Penny Hardaway in round number one, that was a huge challenge. You look at Tennessee in the Sweet 16, a red-hot Kansas State team, Tony. As you had mentioned, they had to take them down. But you look at FAU, and you're not going to find any better guard play. And Dusty sends them in in waves. It's kind of like NHL or hockey. It's like a line change. He'll have five, and he'll bring in four off the bench. He plays about ten deep. These guys all are really connected, really kind of pull for one another. And here's the one aspect of his team that you rarely see in basketball any longer is the fact that he coaches them up, but he also leaves it to them because these guys are as good – and relatable to one another team-wise, as you're going to see in a team. That's the one thing that stands out to me. There's not one huge star. They're all really important pieces that play connected and relatable together. And it's really fun to watch, and you've really seen it evolve in this tournament, Tony. Talking to JMV from 93.5107.5, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. You know, uh, I consider Fairleigh Dickinson beating Purdue the 16 seed being the one seed as the biggest beat of this tournament, or I did until UConn punched your Gonzaga Bulldogs in the face repeatedly, winning by almost 30 points, 82 to 54 in the Elite Eight to get to the Final Four. Dude, that was brutal. Yeah, it was. Here's the thing about UConn right now, Tony, that we have seen so far is they can play with Danny Hurley's team any way that you need to play. They can play big. Sonogo down low can play big. They can play up and down and shoot the threes. That is as versatile a team, certainly that you have left, but as versatile a team that we've seen in this NCAA tournament. And they are, to me, the overwhelming favorite going in. They just told me, don't get me wrong, I mean, Miami playing incredibly well, but they are the overwhelming favorite just because of the way that they play. They can come at you any way that you need them to come at you. What they did to Gonzaga, really both ways. I mean, it kind of started out down low, and then they really took off knocking down shots. And as you and I had talked about, you know, Gonzaga's deal is is on guard play, and and there was no real connection to why they took a beating as, as much as they did. I mean, Timmy got into foul trouble early in the second half. That really wasn't going to matter because UConn was going to roll them up anyway. UConn is just playing that well. They are that deep right now, and they're that versatile of a team. So going into Houston this weekend, they are, to me, the overwhelming favorite to bring it home. Now, nobody has had a tougher road, in my view, getting to this uh, Final Four than Miami, right? First round, it's Drake, but then they beat uh, IU. It's it's a school not too far from here, uh, JMB. Maybe you've heard of it before. And then Houston, the number one seed, And then Texas, the number two seed, their road has been nuts. Um, 
and the women are doing well. I think I think they've also advanced. What's in the water there in Miami? Well, I mean, really, the men's side of thing is this. Uh, they they just are good. Jim Laranega is a great coach. Um, had taken another team, that's George Mason, going back here years ago, um, certainly to a, a Final Four. But you, you, you think about it from this standpoint of um, when, when you look at Miami, it is about guard play. And I mentioned Nigel Pack from Lawrence Central, who has been outstanding in this tournament, was outstanding at Kansas State before he transferred. A lot of people thought, Tony, by the way, he was going to go to Purdue. That would have probably helped Purdue out a great deal when you think about it, considering what they needed. But Miami, to me, was impressive yesterday because of what they did coming back. They got down 13 in the second half, stayed together, and they got back, Tony, in that game and then won that game yesterday in the second half against Texas in a very unconventional fashion. If you watched what they did, it wasn't threes. They didn't get back into that. They didn't win that with threes in the second half. There was nothing rushed. They were just kind of calm and got back in it with the two. Played their game, played the game that Jim Laranega had coached up. That's, to me, what was more impressive than anything else, is how they came back against a Texas team when they were down 13 that was red hot, but came back with twos and played a very team game. I think that's what you notice overall, Tony, with this Final Four, is this is really team-oriented. You have good players, yes, but there may not be that individual incredible star out there. These teams have gotten there by playing team basketball. That might be the most impressive aspect that we see going into Saturday's national semifinals. Uh, Before I let you go, JMV, sounds like you had a rough night. It sounds like you're a guy who was screaming at a television or maybe screaming at a wall. Which one was it? No, no, it wasn't. Um, For some reason, so I do a music show on Saturday night, All Request Music Show, and I started to lose my voice for some reason. It was really weird, Um, and I'm kind of dealing with that right now. I don't know what happened. I'm not sick. I feel great, but I've lost my voice a little bit so yeah um you know what uh i hope i didn't mess up your show no no no. too much hall and oates we'll do that for you (laughs) you might it probably is very much too much hall and oates but i yeah i don't know i'm not sick i feel great but my voice is my voice is a little lost right now i've got to find it the king of yacht rock jmv (laughs) i appreciate you the still voice of sports in Indiana, 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. JMV, thank you. On the drive, Hubler.com hotline.